I don't know if I should give it away or not. What? Oh, okay. Now you got me interested. Is it something that's going to hurt somebody? Then no. Okay, then I think you should give it away. I should, you, should... you think I should give it away? Is it a first? Like an exclusive? Yeah. This is like the first time I would be saying it. Whoa. Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Today, we have Jess Zimmerman, lead singer of Jess Zimmerman Band. Jess, welcome to episode 62 of the American Grown Podcast. Thank you. 62. I don't know. That might have to be like a lucky number or something now. Yeah. Oh, I think it will be. Yeah. So Small World. This whole week, pretty much, I don't know if you've checked your Spotify numbers, but it should have got a bump. Because, yeah. Because I've been listening to I... your songs on repeat. <laughs> so, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And for the, some of the listeners probably know, um, I do sales. So, a lot of times I'm out on the road. I go to Lancaster County, up to Williamsport, Philly area, down to Gettysburg. And literally, I've just been listening nonstop. So, you know. You I, just paid for the whipped topping of my latte, probably. That's about there we it. Go. <laughs> Hey, at least I helped, right? There's <laughs> a little right. something there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was going to say uh, something cool like my electric bill, but that's not even uh, close. No, well, I probably have to listen for like a couple months. Yeah, maybe, maybe a year maybe and a half. two years. Three. Okay. <laughs> okay, you get the point. But yeah, thank right. you for listening is the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah. So I, I definitely enjoyed it. And, you know, we'll go over some of those songs later on. But, you know, so Small World. Earlier this year, I had Troy and Howie on, like yes. we had mentioned off air, uh, from Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. It's a podcast for the listeners. Check it out on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. They were episode 35 here on American Grown Podcast. Perfect. Yep. So, you know, I saw that you got interviewed by them. Yeah. 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 So it's like a whole, it's amazing how small the world is too. I mean, because yeah. it's just like the local area and the local scene for creatives and podcasts, music, artists, all of the things um, is has been really growing. And, and I'm glad to see that people actually are like paying attention to each other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, love Troy and Howie. They're oh, they're great, great guys. Um, and it, it is such a, a tight knit like community. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like finding out about it because the podcast now is almost two years. May it'll be two years. But uh, it's neat because like you mentioned, guests that they've had on you know, I'm starting to find out about or I'm learning about. And it, it's cool to see like everyone come together, Lebanon, Lancaster County, you know, Hershey, Palmyra. It's, it's just a neat, really it neat is. group. Yeah. 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 It, it's a like the central PA and central Pennsylvania area is just uh, is thriving with creatives. And yes. I, I think it's awesome. Oh, 100%. 100%. So while I was listening to that episode, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. And I'm pretty sure I know the answer, which okay. I'm excited about. So, I'm, do you... I'm, I'm nervous. Oh, no, it's an easy question. <laughs> I love it. I'm nervous. So, do you remember during COVID, uh, I believe you... Because you opened in the past for Jimmy Allen. Yes. Okay. Correct. Do you remember... Is there uh, a lie detector on me right now? I'm just no, right? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> no, but uh, Dillsburg, PA. Yeah. Drive-in okay. movie theater. Yes, I do. I remember. Okay. I I we did that with that? with Bob ninety four nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The radio station, and it was um, myself and Ben Gallagher and Jimmy Allen. Yes. And it was during COVID. It was the, the one and only time that I did um, a drive-in movie theater concert. But it was it was cool, you know, because we couldn't really right. um, be around people at that time like we could in our other things. But yeah. Yeah. So again, small world. 
my wife and I and our two best friends, shout out Megan and Dylan, because I know they're listening. Uh, we were there. What? We saw you. I know. But I didn't know. Like, oh, my gosh. I didn't, we weren't connected on Instagram. No. But yeah, we were there. Wow. And honestly, <laughs> we still talk about that uh, concert experience because it was so unique. Yeah. Right? So different. Um, Megan had her pickup truck. We put blankets and pillows in the back and yeah it was just such a neat experience wow yeah. that is so cool isn't it like such a small world yeah it, that is a small world and that honestly for us was a very different experience too because um you know we came out of 2019 and for us as a band it was a very busy year and yeah. then it was like halted as per everybody's pretty much with right. covid um so then to go into a show where like people were there but they kind of weren't like they flashed headlights to like yeah. let us know they were having a good time but like it was cool because you get, did get to sit like in your truck bed and like have your group of people you felt comfortable with and uh you know at all the people at bob 94.9 and and everybody we worked with was was awesome and then the movie theater part mm-hmm. that they tied in with the big screen yes it was like I felt like I was at some big stadium concert where I had this huge screen projecting everything, and that was that was cool. So yeah, as a, as a, like I said, a listener and a fan, it was it was really neat. It was yeah. a neat experience, and uh, it took like I said, listening to their podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, I kind of know Jess, or I, at least I've heard you live. Yeah. So that was really uh, like I said to come full circle and like small world. I was just like, oh man. Yeah, all this time, you know, you never yeah. know who where your your paths might end up. Exactly where they'll cross, and I, I, not that I wish, because obviously a lot of bad stuff happened during COVID, but like that experience was so cool. It was, and now of course with the arenas open, I mean, you can go to the link and things like that. It's it probably will never happen again, yeah. you know. But it was really neat, and and if it does, like for the listeners out there, if there's a chance for you to go to a concert at a drive-in movie theater. Highly recommend it. Yeah. For sure. Like, it is. It is a concert. um, And it was when they came to us with the idea um, and asked us to be a part of it, we were like, I mean, we hadn't hardly played at all in 2020. So, like, we were like, yes. Like, we were so hungry to play. And then when we got to do it, um, you know, it, it was like this is really cool, you know, and, and Jimmy had talked to us a couple times, um, you know, before the show and then afterwards. And he was saying he had been doing a lot of those to keep his, um, cause he was releasing new music at the time and yeah. he was trying to like keep things rolling and he had been doing a lot of movie theater, um, shows and concerts. And he was like, at first it was really weird, but he's like, now it's become something I enjoyed because it was so unique um you know and i haven't you know talked to him in, in since 2020 but yeah. um you know at, at that time it was it was cool because it was different you mm-hmm. know it was I, I definitely wrote it down in the books to remember yeah you know, one that oh, I, for sure for sure so you know um before we dive in to you know your life and the jay-z band right yes just zimmerman band um i wanted to let everyone know so you're like it's a country rock band Yes. Right. It's not one and it's not the other. Yeah, it's a good mix of both, right? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I've always said and you know, um you know, I'll speak for the band cuz they're not here, but um I'll speak for them like we I specifically and personally even in my own life don't like to be put in a box. Yeah. Um and I think a lot of times when it comes to music and genres, people are always like, "Well, what genre are you?" and Right, right. I'm not yeah. one or the other. Like I I tend to have more country influence. Okay. And the guys are rock and roll dudes so 
I'm I'm both and I can be both. Best of both worlds. You know, and and even in our live shows, we don't play just country. We don't play just rock. And sometimes we play some radio hits and stuff too. But yeah, so we're a uh, we're a cocktail. Nice. I like Signature that. Signature cocktail. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And and you know, you're based out of uh, Southeast PA, yep. uh, I think like Lancaster area, would that be yep. safe to say? That's, that's where I grew up in. Um, the okay. guys are closer to like Philly and our drummer actually lives in Florida now. So Whoa. yeah, we make a, we, we make it work, but you know, it's, it's, it's cool. Gotcha. And you guys all got together back in like 2015, roughly. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This core, the, the Jay-Z band, just Zimmerman band has started, um, originally in, in 2015. Nice. Perfect. So I want to shout out the band members. Yes. We have totally. The lovely Jess Zimmerman, lead vocalist. I, something like that. Something like that. I love it. <laughs> Joe Mattis is your drummer. Yes. AKA Mad Dog oh, Mattis. Oh, AKA Mad Dog Mattis. Ooh. He's, yeah. How do you get that name? Well, so his last name's Mattis, yeah. and um, you know the the general Mad yeah. Dog Mattis, yeah, yeah. General Mattis. So we have, um, you know, as you go and read the next name, we have another Joe in the band, Joe Barzowski. Joe Barzowski, yep, guitarist and uh, background vocals. Yeah. Yep. So with two Joes, it was like, well, what are we? We were like Joe M and Joe B, and then oh. it just got to be too much. And then I was like, hey, Mad Dog Mattis. So now we just call him Mad Dog. He's got like a fan club and t-shirts. Really? Like wow. he's got a whole Mad thing. Dog Mattis. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. And then um, Dan Walters, is he still the, yeah. what is he, bass? He's our new bass player. New bass player. And he's, uh, he's great. He's a new kid on the block. We're breaking him in. Like, uh, okay. He's it's like a wild stallion. He's yeah. just, you know, you got to tame him a little bit. Or Yeah, we got yeah. to put a leash on him. Okay. <laughs> literally has, runs away sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> You know, and so I'm a strong believer that if you want to go fast, you go alone, you know, you go by yourself and, and, you know, you could be like a, a solo artist, but if you want to go far, you go together. Um, yes. just like here at color tech, you know, it's, it's not just one individual, it's the whole team that yeah. makes everyone successful. And a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've gotten asked that a lot too. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my guys in the band and stuff, we're, we're like a big family They're you know. They're a little bit older than me, and uh, I've gotten asked before, like, well, why don't you just move to Nashville and, one, get a younger band, two, get oh. some people that are, you know, maybe able to, to tour more. I, I mean, we just – I get all those questions that almost seem, like, materialistic or, like, in vain, and I'm yeah. like, but why? Like, why would I do that? Like, I have, I have these guys that are willing to – go on the road they're willing to almost do anything i ask when it comes to music and and um, i have their years of experience they're not out partying um, right. they have supportive spouses and families and so i'm like nah i'm good you know like yeah. you know i could go down and try and find all of these things that everyone says are quote what make a band or i could go by myself and try and make it all on my own but like I mean, I'm gonna be honest. No one wants to hear me play guitar outside my bedroom walls. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna leave that to Joe B because he's shreds. He's, yeah, that's what he does. He shreds. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it's all about the team. I think, and uh, it sounds like you have a really good one. We you know? do. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a sound. Um, our sound engineer, um, front of house. His name's Matt Sonnen. My husband's our lighting guy. He programs all of our lights. LD. Um, shout out husband Shout out. and um we have we have a merch team now and Whoa. so yeah like people that um kind of d 
dedicated their time and their energy and sacrifice what they could be doing on a Friday, Saturday night to grow uh, the band. And so it's like a little dream team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It is. Yeah, it's really cool. And I don't know if you noticed. So I wore this outfit. Yes. Because I thought maybe you'd think, oh, he looks like a certain country singer. Luke Holmes. Yes. You got it. Good job, Jess. You nailed it. This is the shirt that he always wears, the shirts. It is, uh, yeah. Is it like a fishing shirt? It is. Yeah. It's like real breathable and everything. But yeah, I even put on, so I even got these boots, the boots. Um, that I only, uh, I wore for my buddy's wedding, uh, Megan and Dylan. Again, shout out um, the Ariat boots, because I figured you have boots. Right? I have lots of boots. But yeah, you didn't wear a hat today. I did not. Honestly, because I washed my hair and I didn't need to. Were wear you coming a hat. from work too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. got you. So, but the Luke Combs thing—I yeah. mean, it's working for you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if Dan's listening to this, he wants to wear fishing shirts on stage, and I told him no, so oh. don't tell him. Why? Why no? They—they're so nice. They're nice. Yeah. Nice. In the summertime, I'm fine with it, but like oh. sometimes we play some shows, and I'm like, Dan, you gotta wear like a rock and roll shirt. And he's I like, got you. Okay. <laughs> We're bringing him. We gotta bring him in. Yeah. You know. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I gotta give him, you know, no, no offense, Luke Combs, you rock it, but uh. oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what we um just saw him this past summer at the link. Um, oh, I bet that was awesome. And then I was like, I said to my wife, I said, I need that shirt, <laughs> I need that shirt, because I don't have a shirt like this. And as a guy, I feel like every guy should have at least one of these shirts. Yeah, I'm never gonna live this down after Dan yeah. listens to this. He's, Dan, you gotta get one of these shirts. Yeah. I don't know if you should wear it, like, but you should at he least has get one. He has, oh, he has one. He's oh, worn he's... it to practice. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Well, he knows what I'm talking about. Then. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's dive in now. Tell us about yourself. You know, where did you grow up? What was early childhood like? Let's get the let's get the scoop. Yeah. Uh. So I I grew up on a dairy farm. Uh. That had been passed down through my family's generations. My my grandpa lived there. My great grandpa lived there, and then my dad uh, farmed it when I was a kid too. So, I grew up doing the classic dairy farm things. I was in 4-H. Uh, I okay. went to, um, you know, all of those things, church and choir and, and was really involved in, in, in home life. Um, and, and I loved it. I wouldn't want to grow up any other way. And, and our home farm is still in our family. Uh, my grandma still owns Whoa, it. I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah so it's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, my aunt and uncle live, there's a big creek that runs between it. My aunt and uncle live on the other side and my grandma lives there. And then my cousin lives in the old farmhouse. So like, it's like its own little, like little area of just like, you know, um, where I feel so rooted when I'm home. Yeah. And so that's where I grew up my, my whole life. And then when I got a little bit older, my parents moved off the farm and my cousin moved on. And I, I've always just felt that agriculture is so prominent and it's something that I'm, I'm very, a big advocate for. Um, my dad's yeah. still involved. My sisters, um, are very involved in ag. So I feel like country music tying that in was something that was instilled in me in such a young age because of how I grew up, okay. which was on a farm, you know, and you listen to, you know, probably a lot of country, country music. music or you listen yeah. to your gospel or your right. traditional hymns and church, which is another foundation in country music. Oh, for so, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah that's been a big thing for me, um, you know, just as, as a, a little girl. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably not listening to rap. I'd listen to rap now um, and I don't I don't sing rap or nor did yeah. I listen to it at a young back age. then of course <laughs> right exactly but now so how did how did the rock and roll 
kind yeah, of thing. that's uh, that's a whole that was a whole new world for me. Yeah. Um, because even as a as a kid, I I took vocal lessons, piano, all of the things. Okay, and so I was much more involved in in the classical realm of music because of my training and then listening to country music. I like to sing country. And as I got older, I did talent shows and all of the um, things you could do by yourself pretty much until it got to the point where I was like, I need a band. And there was a gentleman at the church my parents went to who had a band. And my dad was like, could she try to sing a couple songs with you guys to be involved in a band? See what it's like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. So that was my first step into music outside of country. They were country, but they did other stuff. Okay. And it was mostly covers. And then I started, they were like, try this song, you know, was a rock and roll or like the Beatles or something. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. And so as time went on, I started learning, like, I have to play other stuff other than country if I'm going to be playing out with this band. And so it just kind of morphed from there. And Joe B, the, our now guitar player, he came into that cover band and he's a rock and roll dude. Like he doesn't really know country. He'll tell you that. He's like, I don't really know country people. Okay. Um, he's learning. Yeah. So I'll give him that. But nice. like, you'll say like, oh, you know, Tammy Wynette or whatever. And he'll be like, I don't know. And you're like, really? oh, okay. Like just didn't who he wasn't who he grew up with. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So, you know, we started doing stuff like, let's try Pet Benatar. I'm like, Okay, so that started going over well. And then it was like, well, I listened to Guns N' Roses then. And I'm like, okay, these guys are solid. And um, as my musical genre started to grow a little bit, they were like, let's do some Led Zeppelin and then Fleetwood Mac. And like, I'm like, okay, like there's this whole other world. And like classic 80s rock is like. Yeah, legit. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So I kind of started to just fall in love with it as well. Um, and And then started to branch into other things and i love hailstorm who is also from pennsylvania okay and they're a local they're they're a big rock band now i would say but they're they're local from red lion pa and she's a vocalist lizzie hale amazing almost like a freak of nature um so i was really into that and so as time just went on it just kind of morphed and it when we started writing originals it was like your originals started influencing the country and the the classic rock and just started to be this thing this cocktail whatever it's gonna be yeah so that's kind of how that happened i don't know that there's like a whole recipe or not but (laughs) yeah it's just how it how it all came together yeah so like when did you realize you had a passion for music and for performing because you know i mean you're up there in front of hundreds if not thousands of people yeah uh so as a little girl, I, I've always sang. Like, my mom actually has a video, lots of home videos, because that was, like, a thing. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> when, my like, mom's video cameras, those big ones came out. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. like, a thing. You videoed everything. On the VHS tapes. That's right. Yeah. So, like, my mom has lots of videos of that when I was really little. Um, and so, I think music, because I grew up with it, my grandma's very musical on my dad's side, um, and and even on on my mom's side, there's music. It's just always been instilled in me. Yeah. So I loved it. I never um, thought at a young age that that was something I wanted to be until I started taking vocal lessons, and I was like, yeah, I want to be all these, you know, big singers at the time, and. I, you know, I I think as you grow up and you're a teenager, you kind of like, yeah, I want to be a teenager. So that's what I was and okay, that's what yeah. I did. I enjoyed singing, but it wasn't that I wanted it to be more than it was at the time. 
um, once I had joined the cover band, I was like, oh, I can make some money at this. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's great. And and then I kind of fell in love with the theatrical part of it because I did theater in school and I was going to ask musicals. you that. Yeah, what did you do in, in like middle school and high school? Yeah, so I always oh, did okay. choir and, and those things. And so when I did theater and musicals in school, I loved the storytelling. And country music is so much storytelling. Oh, sure. So I was like, this is awesome because I can storytell in country music and so i just kind of equated that into everything and it became a part of my performance and uh i think in my late 20s was when i finally realized like i need to decide if i wanted to make this a career or not and then joe b guitar player joe b yeah um he had come back to me we i had took a break for a while from music i was like i'm done i don't want to do this anymore yeah and he came back and he was like hey do you want to write originals like you know, you don't have to perform anymore. Real quick. So what happened that yeah. you were done? Like what, why, why do you mean? Like, did you, like why, why did I quit? Yeah. Uh, you know, I got tired of singing other people's songs. Uh, okay. It wasn't yeah. as inspiring maybe? No. Yeah. Or... You know, and it wasn't anything wrong with, with their music. It was like, I just was burnt out. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was playing a lot and I just was like, I felt like I wasn't going anywhere and there's nothing wrong with a cover band because I think that there's a place for them. And for me, it wasn't, it wasn't where my home was. Yeah. And we still do covers to this day. I just, I'm not, everyone loves a good cover, but not like all the time. I just, I just didn't feel that it was what I needed to be doing anymore. And I was like, I don't think this is for me. So I, I quit that band and I said I'm done I went a whole nother direction I started working at uh started working at a gun shop and I was going fitting yeah country music, <laughs> country and guns. music guns. Fitting, yeah um love the industry a very big supporter of firearm safety and all yeah. of that and then I started to work at a large animal vet hospital in Kennett Square okay and was going to go to school to be a vet um, a, yeah a large animal vet okay so I did Which that again. Makes sense because you worked on the dairy farm, right? Horses, all cows, sense. all yeah. the things, and so I love animals, and so it just felt like that's what I was supposed to do. So I I did that. I was there for about six months, and then Joe came back to me and was like, "Hey, you know, I know you don't want to perform, but you want to just write. Like, I really want to write original music, and I think you'd be great to work with. I enjoyed yeah. working with you in the cover band." And I was like, "Sure, like you're a nice guy, like." I don't have, as long as I don't have to get in front of people and, and do this anymore, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, we can write originals. And so it honestly like snowballed from there. Um, Joe ran into Mad Dog, Joe Mad Mattis Dog, at a yeah. church event. And I love it. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. like, just, there's not like, everyone wants to know like, how'd you guys meet? And I'm like, well, it wasn't like we found a Craigslist ad, you know, <laughs> it just didn't work that simply. Yeah. But Joe B ran into Mad Dog at a church event. He was running sound, and Mad Dog was involved with um, an event with um, NASCAR fans at the time and our veterans. And he was like, "Hey, I know you play guitar. Like, would you want to play guitar for this thing?" And Joe B was like, "Well, I have a singer, but she doesn't really want to sing, so maybe I can ask her." Like, it yeah. just kind of snowballed, and then that's where 2015 happened, and okay. the Jess Zimmerman band started. And it's been a thing ever since. It's been a whirlwind, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's hard to kind of encapsulate a timeline because there's if so much, you know, has happened um, from 2015 until now. So. It sounds like, yeah, definitely a lot has, has happened. And since you mentioned, um, you know, the the NASCAR, I guess I, guess I I guess I could call it like the NASCAR circuit. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the tracks you're at, they're huge. 
yes. you know, uh, the Daytona, International Speedway, Dover, uh, Watkins Glen, Bristol Motor Speedway. Like, it was a big name track. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. Yeah. You know? that, that was, yeah. and uh, NASCAR fans are like no other. Like, yeah. they are dedicated. Like, there could be a hurricane and they're like we're still gonna watch <laughs> the race yes they have their beers they're <laughs> yeah. still ready to party let's they're go they're ready at 9 a.m yeah. they're jamming out to music and um you know and they're great and that was really cool to experience that because we met a lot of people that i don't think we ever would have met before um because there was already a fan base there to see the race so it was cool it makes sense and what, so what would you Sing there, just like national anthem, or so we would start the national anthem. Um, so what would happen is, uh, the organization paid tribute to our veterans and our first responders, and then we put a concert on Friday night and Saturday night. So after the race is done, wow, what do the fans have to do? Party and drink, but like we're like, let's give them something to do. Look, go to a concert for free. So that's what we 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 kind of took hold of because it was like this free audience essentially so we would play your rock your country we yeah. obviously started with the national anthem and then we, there was a, an honoring of the veterans ceremony that we did to just pay tribute to them and first responders law enforcement which was really moving my husband's a veteran so like to be able to give back yeah was cool and um and then at that time the jess zimmerman band was like we still had originals because joe and i had worked on originals okay and Joe's like, maybe we should put out a record. And I was like, what? <laughs> so we decided to put out a six-song EP um, out of Nashville, which was our first project um, okay. that we were, we kind of just tested the waters. And, and we shared that with people at the NASCAR events. And they just started to gravitate and love it. And we were like, okay, I think we're on to something. You got something for Here sure. Here we go. I don't yeah. know what it's going to be, but... You know, let's now get we're... on this roller coaster. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Here we are. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Seriously. Yeah. Um. So, you got the band together. You mm-hmm. have you have all the members. You know, performing at these huge tracks for NASCAR. Um. Starting to to build a, a movement, right? Starting to get a fan base. So, what was like the next steps? You released that that EP with those six songs on. Yeah. Where, where do you go from there? Yeah, so the the EP, the first one, uh-huh. the, the OG, the Jess Nimmerman band, um, I think, like I said earlier, it was just to, like, test the waters. And then, like, once we were, like, we started enjoying writing music. And I started, like, I feel like as a little girl, you know, I always love to yeah. sing. You know, you have dreams of going to Nashville, but you don't know if it's ever going to happen. And then being able to actually go record an album, or an EP, I'm sorry, in Nashville, it was like, I kind of caught the bug at, at that point. I was yeah, like, you were hooked. I'm hooked. This is what I want to do. So we decided, you know, we had some songs already as well for another EP. And so two years later, we released another EP because we're like, we're not at the point where we can do a full length album either. No. So we, we could have, but we were just like financially time. We didn't really know if we were going to have a fan base. How much time does it take to... Like, let's say that first EP, like how much, what's the time commitment to get that recorded? Mm, not a lot of time. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we figure when you write a song, um, you know, a skeleton of what a song is, is you got maybe your melody and your chords and and your, your lyrics, okay? Yeah. So we, we had ideas of what we wanted our songs to sound like. And so then we would go down to Nashville. And because time is money down there, we pretty much had Monday to Friday. And it was like, we got six songs. The first day we record all the music, all the instrumental, 
Then the next day, I do all my vocals. Okay. That one Wednesday, we do background vocals. Thursday and Friday, we mix and master. And that's it. So you get like... Holy cow. That's what you when do. When do you sleep? You don't sleep. You don't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I you mean, don't, you do, right? but uh, it's very little. It's very little. Yeah. Um, so, and it's... For us, that seemed to work because we had spent so many hours prior to that practicing and what we kind of wanted it to be. Um, now, if I had endless funds, I would go down there and just create in the studio. Yeah. But um, that's kind of how we started it. And then after that, we were like, well, we know we can do this. So yeah. why don't we just do this every time? So then we did Red, which was our next EP. Okay. That was six songs. Same deal. We went down Monday. We finished Friday. And then... Um, Holy cow. Yeah. It was kind of like, okay, great. That was 2018. Yeah. And then we started writing more. And 2019, the end of that, I'm like, perfect. We are going to put out a full-length album. Well, 2020 hit. And it was like, no, you're not. Oh. So we took that time to write a full-length album and pull songs and put them together and create our album Breathe, which was our first full-length album. And we went down and we were like, Monday to Friday, we're going to double it. We did 11 songs, (laughs) which was a lot, was a lot. I, um, I don't know that I really processed what was happening. It was almost like we, we just went in there and we just did it. Yeah. So it seems to be like that's what we we do, and now I, I don't want to go back on it because I feel like I might get laxity or pick things I see apart. What you're so I'm like, I know, like I know I can do an album in 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 a week. Um, that is the recording process. Leading up to that, we've spent hundreds of hours preparing. So like, I don't want people to listen to this and be like, "Yeah, you went to Nashville and recorded an album in a week." Like that's not it. I'm not saying that. Yeah, it, hundreds of hours prior. Just to clarify. For yeah, just to clarify. Don't come yeah. at me. Right. I was gonna say yeah. Or if there's a young, you know, younger people listening and they're like, "Oh, this isn't that hard to, you know, chase your dream and go to Nashville and do this." Yeah. It's uh, it's hours. I mean, it's it consumes your life. It does. And yeah. the months leading up to it, I mean, years leading up to it, right. um, you know, some of the songs didn't make the album. Some of them did. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of all all that. And um, and now we have our fourth album that we just recorded. Just, didn't that just come out? Yes. We yeah. just released that in May 20, May 21. On, yeah, May 21, 2023. Okay. And that is a 10-track album. Uh, same deal. That one was even more so, I think, a... a uh, challenge, but at the same time was like so rewarding. We had um, our previous bass player retired um, okay. a- about two weeks before we went to cut the project. Whoa. So it was a lot for us to kind of process and kind of get, grab ourselves together and, and pull ourselves together and all the things. And um, our new bass player, Dan, Dan. yeah, Dan yeah. the man, he came in and was like, we, we called him up and we were like, can you, you have a, you know, he hadn't played in 18 years. It oh, was wow. just this, it was totally a God thing. And he was like, I think I can do this. So not only did he write music for 10 songs in two weeks, he wrote bass parts. And then he came to Nashville and recorded for the first wow. time in his whole life. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. So. And how do you, you find Dan, by the way? I don't know if we. Yeah. So, that. yeah. I just found him on the road. No. <laughs> right, just picked him up. Just yeah, picked him he's up. He's hitchhiking. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Yeah. You know, wherever. Yeah. Uh, no. So, our guitar player, Joe. Um, Joe. He's, Joe. He knows everybody. He knows right? everybody. Like, he's, he's yeah. you know, kind of the, the staple, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Joe and Dan went to school together and played in their high school band okay. back in the day. Yeah. And they always kind of knew each other on and off throughout the years and knew 
Joby knew how good Dan was. Okay, yeah. Dan had some personal things in his life that he just hadn't played um, in years. And so it was kind of like, we could have hired a bass musician in Nashville. I mean, they're they're down there. We could have done that. But we wanted someone who was going to actually take the songs and... Um, yeah, he had a crunch time, but study them yeah. versus in Nashville. And if you've recorded in Nashville, you will know that you go in, you listen, you got two takes and that's it. Unless you have endless money, yeah. you can retake as many times as you want, but we didn't have that. You're balling on the budget. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you sure. blink and there's a hundred dollars. So it's like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I blinked twice. I'm in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, this new album, Be the Light, like, just kind of encapsulated i thought like this tough time that we came out of and just like shown through and shown us all what we're capable of yeah you know dan not only came in and and picked up a bass after all this time he did a an album in nashville he learned the music he he just he just showed up and same with the other guys i mean you know we were all kind of like what's gonna happen yeah for me i was like oh my word you know we already had a release date set you know you plan stuff so far ahead of time yeah years in advance and so we were we were we were really proud of and and we are really proud of this album because it just like showed us what we were capable of i also drove the van the night before and they were up for 48 hours (laughs) what so i decided we should leave early we drove to nashville most times we fly this time we drove because we were like whatever we needed a van and so dan will attest to this i was like we got in the van and I was like, we'll leave early. So we missed traffic, right? We didn't hit any traffic. We got to Nashville at 3.30 in the morning and Whoa. the studio didn't open till nine. And I was thinking we could oh, man. sleep <laughs> yeah. beforehand. And none of that happened. We ended up um, going right into the studio. Someone got there at seven. We okay. drove around downtown to, at 4 a.m. to show them what downtown Nashville looked like. And then we rolled up and said, we're here and we Let's recorded all ready. the instrumentals for the 10 songs wow. that day. That's so epic. They that were, is, oh, that's epic. Yeah. You know? It was so it. like, crazy. it was almost like a rock and roll story, you know, yeah. it was kind of like, yeah. um, and I'd said to the guys, I said, maybe in a way it was good. You were sleep deprived because you couldn't stress. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, just natural. Just get out and play. Let's go. You can't think yeah. about anything else other than right. playing. You're just focused yeah. on playing. So I had a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it worked out and I wanted to, um, like I said, I've been listening to the songs, but I, I was on my computer, yeah. brought them up because I wanted to remember. So I like, uh, these are the ones I, I really like. And they kind of, so Old Man Whiskey. Yes, uh, okay. That was on Red. I like that. 90 Proof. Mm-hmm. I like that. Bang, I liked, but I, I need to listen to it more. Yes. You know. That one um, grows on you. Yeah, I it think it, I think it will. Now, the the big one, I'm trying to remember. I think it's, I think it's No Different. I no think Different? That's yeah, one, <clears> okay. <throat> excuse me. Because that one, if I remember correctly, it's kind of like, don't judge a book by, it, by yes. its cover. You did your homework. Yeah. No, I seriously was listening. I mean, and I'll probably continue to listen because I like them and I enjoy yeah. the music you put out. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really neat. And I think it really resonates with like this time frame because, yeah. you know, a lot of people are quick to judge, put labels on people. But it was like, yeah, don't judge a book by its cover until you get to know somebody. And again, I don't remember all the lyrics, but I, I know I listened to it like two or three times a day as I was 
playing through Spotify. Um, yeah. So I thought that was, yeah, I, I like that one. And that was one of your early ones, right? That was. That was the, fir- that's the first song on the first record. So Is it really? on the first EP. Yeah. Even, yeah. yeah. So okay. that, um, and that's one that's very close to our hearts as well because it was like, you know, it's the first song someone ever hears it, heard of us. If they listen, you know, you pop the CD in, if yeah. you still listen to CDs. But if you pop that in the CD player, that's the first song you hear if that's the first song you've ever, CD you've ever had of us. So no different. Um, yeah. It's, and that's what it's talking about. It's not judging. A book by its cover and and you know just knowing um that we're all the same on the inside yeah we really are like we all bleed red we're all human yeah we're exactly. all human same needs you know yeah we all want to be loved we all want to be yeah. accepted yeah. and you know just because somebody else is maybe has red hair or is, has tattoos or or no hair or no hair yeah, yeah. yeah we're all the yeah. same or wears a fishing shirt yeah or wears a fishing <laughs> shirt that's true yeah <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, it, you know, that one, I, I, I really liked it. Like I said, I just had it on Spotify on Shuffle. So I wasn't That's sure. Awesome. I don't want you thinking like, oh, we just listened to our first song. And it's like, oh, I really No, like no, it. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Of course, Big White Truck. Um, I listened to that. And that was featured in the uh, Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie yes, on their podcast. Yeah. Big White Truck. That is a crowd favorite. Is Big it? White Truck. Oh, I, yeah. I believe it. Yes. Yeah. That is a crowd favorite. We had a show and uh, we... We didn't play that recently um, during the show, and we had lots of fans yelling to come back out and play it. So. Oh, that's great. They wanted like an encore. Like, yeah, Let's go. so we, we had song. an encore, and it was Big White Truck. And, you know, they, they sang it, and they, they love it. You know, because it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun song, and it's about a truck, and yeah. there's a music video, so go out and watch it. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, go okay. watch it. You'll Sweet. see what we're talking about. Yeah, White yeah, truck. for sure. So, you know, those are a couple of the songs that I liked. Do you have, like, a favorite song... That, that obviously you recorded you sang yeah yeah oh that's that's tough um my husband and i tried to do that one time we tried to take each uh the two eps and the two albums and uh and, and put yeah like number one to however and each one i feel like has such a special space in my heart and i think the band could probably you know attest to that like whether it was hard for me to learn whether it was hard for me to write whether um us as a band it was hard to put together or it yeah. just fell out of the sky i mean each one uh has its own thing so i don't know at that's really tough um the old me is a song i really like um as okay. far as like um a place that i felt like i could be vulnerable in sharing some of my own personal stories uh, it was our first music video we ever did okay so that has a special place and uh, Come On Home is an, a song that we also have, and that's when we a lot of times dedicate to our men and women in uniform and, and our veterans and first yeah. responders. And so that also means a lot to me. And, you know, and then our newest uh, title track, Be the Light, which is off our, which a title track of our new album, is I think just an encapsulation of what our band is okay. to people. And it's been really cool to see because now they've started to, they'll take their flashlights and um, at our album release, we got light up LED bracelets. Oh, and cool. so everyone just kind of like lights the room up. And um, I, sometimes I think like in a dark place, that's what music is for us. So being able to have a song called Be the Light and have a song that people are physically lighting up a room and not realizing maybe what they're doing. Um, that's been really cool to see. Yeah. And then we have fun songs too. I mean, we have a song called Counting Bottles, which is about Come going on. out and listening to a band in Nashville and drinking with your girlfriends. So it's, you know, there's so many songs, I think, on our, our records that we try to 
do a wide span of emotions and things that we feel as humans. Um, and then there's some feel good ones and yeah. sad songs, but it's a great mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I don't want to listen to like angry music all the time. Yeah, exactly right. Or they're not all <laughs> or sad. sad. Yeah, I'm it's... not happy all the time. Right. So I think that's something as a band we try to do um, is try to hit all of the. You know, I don't ever put a a, a record together and be like, you know this is going to be this it's it kind of i let it be what it's going to be yeah you know and it and that's what happens and we just put it out there try not to tie it in i don't like a box remember right no boxes think outside the box right (laughs) be creative no boxes yeah let's uh let's take a sip break yeah Yeah. absolutely okay so i'll start off with um some of the bands you've opened for yeah but i also want to get into i mean gosh there's so much i know there's so much phenomenal (laughs) there's so many things where it's like it's been such a blessing of a year, especially 2023. And then trying to like encapsulate all the years prior to that. It's like, wow, man, sometimes I, I you know, you get caught in your head where you're like, I don't realize what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how much, how far you've come since yeah. 2015. Yeah. Like, uh, seriously. Okay. So for example, you know, we mentioned Jimmy Allen, but also, uh, Drew Baldridge, Kane Brown. Um, yeah. these are people that you've, I believe, opened for, Yes. you know, and also, yeah, Hunter Hayes, Little yeah. Big Town, Toby Keith, yeah. Trace Atkins. I mean, these are huge names. Some pretty cool people. Some really cool people, <laughs> yeah. So what like, what was it like getting to open for them? Did you get to like meet and talk to them at all? So some of them yeah. we got to meet. Uh, some of them we didn't. Uh, some of them, you know, depending on how the show was laid out or security or whatever it might have been. Yeah. Uh, there's always, everyone is different. So, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, go say hi to so-and-so, you know. But it's like, well, I might not even get to see them, you know, oh, I see what you're saying. but whatever. Yeah. So overall, like every person that we've gotten to meet um, as far as that we've opened for has just been so nice to us. I don't think I've had one poor experience, That's which great. has been awesome, Yeah, especially being an opener. Because when you're an opener, like you hear horror stories of like people just being treated like a doormat or like they're not really? important because yeah. they're an opener. So like, thankfully we have never experienced that. And I hope that I never experienced that. Yeah. Um, and I hope if I am ever a headliner, I never act uh, like that. Or, yeah. I don't yeah. want to treat someone that way. Like, you know, there's, you were once in their shoes. Yeah. Right. If, yeah. you know, if I'm ever that, I don't want someone to feel that way, yeah. you know? And if, if someone has ever opened for me and I have, I'm going to say right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> to be mean, fair. I didn't yeah. mean it. I was probably stressed. <laughs> right. It, well, I'm sure it's very stressful, you know, my gosh. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we, we've had some really amazing experiences, especially being an independent artist. You know, we're oh, wow. not, we're no not label. signed to a label. So okay. being able to do something, you know, like open for Jimmy Allen, um, Hunter Hayes, you know, Kane Brown, it's just like those things happening without being in, without being signed to a major record label, um, is really cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's really well, it's, it's awesome. It's really Cause, awesome because y'all did it on your own. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I, I feel like a lot of times, in order to make it in music, and again, I don't know, but this is my perspective. Yeah, you almost, I feel like you almost have to have a, a label or. Like they are the ones that hold the keys, right, to get yeah. you in. But, but yet you guys are, are doing it, like yeah. really. Yeah, you know, and I think now because there's social media, uh, people have things so easily accessible at their fingertips. Podcasts, yeah. you have Spotify, you have YouTube, you have TikTok. I mean, there's so many yes. things that you can discover artists on. And I think record labels are realizing that they have to pay attention to the independent artists now because fans – 
are discovering them without the record label. They don't need the record label. Yeah. 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 And so they're like, okay, maybe there's something to this. So I, and I, I think that that uh, hopefully even for myself, I'm hoping that that is a continual pattern to keep seeing independent artists, uh, you know, almost be a team with record labels versus ownership. Yeah. Because right now I think, it's what it is. Yeah. Of. I think that that takes away from what artists are capable of doing when, you know. Oh, for sure. It lets you be yourself, more creative, more free. You don't have to do what, you know, the label. Yeah, you, they, know, you don't get put in a box. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> I don't want to be put around. in a box. You don't yeah. want to put in a box. And I feel like, too, you mentioned social media, TikTok, and, and uh, YouTube, and everything, Spotify. Yeah. It, it brings, it gives power to the listeners, to the people, and then to the, um, you know, people that, that aren't signed because they're doing their own thing. Like, that's what I think. You know, it really yeah. gives power to people that, in the past didn't have it you know you always had to go to label or something like that yeah that's phenomenal yeah yeah yeah. so being independent that's been cool Uh, you know and doing some things that you never thought they'd be able to do unless you know someone said hey i'll i'll make this happen for you if you do x y and z but we we haven't had that which is really awesome that is really awesome um what do you think of jelly roll i love him i mean i don't know him but i i love him at first when he came out i didn't really know what he was all about so you know i had to kind of figure him out for myself but as he has been um i I guess on the music scene more and more and more and as he's been more open about just who he is as a person yeah i think his authenticity is Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to get that word out is is amazing um and i i think the fact that he goes in and kind of says I was told I couldn't be this. I was told I couldn't do X, Y, and Z because I'm X, Y, and Z. And look at me. I'm doing all of these things. Yeah. I think is really cool. And I think people want relatability. I don't, I mean, as, as, a, as a woman in the industry and as somebody who tries to be down to earth and, and transparent with our fans and, and just people in general, I don't think people want the, I don't think people want fake. You know, people yeah. are tired of it. People right. don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Yeah. You know, like, sure, I love makeup. I love all of the things that I can make a perception, but people don't want that anymore. They want somebody who is, they can say, okay, you're the same person on and off stage. And and I think that's what he is. So I oh, think for that's sure. cool. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, recently discovered him and I've been listening to all his stuff and watching some podcasts. Um, and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be cool if... Jess Zimmerman Band and Jelly Roll could somehow collab. Wouldn't that be sweet? Like, let's put that out in the yeah. universe. Let's put that out in Please. the world. We'll see what happens. You Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tag him. Yeah. I'm tag him. Please, yeah. Jelly Roll, come on. Wouldn't Call me fun? up. I feel like, because I feel like your, your, your music, the styles are kind of similar, but yet yeah. different. And I feel like a collab would be crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and his wife know. is beautiful. I don't know if you've seen his wife, yes. but she's gorgeous. Uh, Bunny, I think, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And she she's, has her own podcast. she's got her own podcast. See, yeah. going on with the podcast yep. thing. And I think it's really, um, I think it's really neat how they both encapsulate their relationship for people and just say like, this is who we are. You don't have to like it. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's empowering for people. Uh, And so, yeah, shout out to Jelly Roll. If you ever listen to Jay-Z band, call me. Let's let's do something. Yeah, let's do something (laughs) together. I'm available. Yeah. So now let's talk about, is it the Josie Music Awards? Right. Let's let's talk about that a little bit because, um, you know, the band was nominated for five awards this year um down in nashville so yeah talk about that experience it was amazing uh first of all the josie music awards is really really awesome and and they've kind of they're independent as well they're an independent and uh music uh 
association and, and kind of LLC business, what they do is they recognize independent artists and creatives. So music videos, um, all the things that you could do in on an independent level. And it's been really cool to watch them grow because they've gone from doing these award shows to a smaller level to this past year it was held at the grand old opry house yeah um and and last year and i just found out that it'll be there again in 2024 Whoa. so which is amazing the grand old opry house is is amazing nashville is just a, a town of full of creatives so yeah we as a band were nominated this year we were nominated last year as well and we last year won country rock album of the year for our album breathe and then this year we won country group of the year country rock group of the year okay uh which was really sweet that's awesome yeah Yeah. and then we also uh this year were asked to perform during the award show so it was like you know to be able to perform at the award show on the iconic stage at at the grand old opera that's like the mecca right country music seriously it it is is, like yeah the circle the stage and they had about over, it was a little over 9,000, uh, nine, not 9,000, over almost 1,000 is what I meant. 900 okay. to 1,000 is what I was trying to get at. Uh, a submissions to play at the award show. Really? And they picked 10 people. And Holy so cow. we were one of the 10. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Congratulations. I don't so know much. how that happened. Yes, or, that's awesome. Yeah, the, really? I don't know what we did, but apparently we did something that they, they liked it. Wow. And, wow. So, you know, and shout out to our fans because I know they're going to listen to the to the podcast here today, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super pumped for because they're so supportive. Yeah. We had about originally it was going to be um, close to 50, but it ended up being um, about 40 because, of, you know, travel and stuff. 40 fans that came to Nashville to see the award show. Whoa. And watch us perform our song on the stage one song like for three minutes we oh were on the stage Lord. but they that's awesome yeah, yeah they spent their time their money the money they came and um, they really they, care they do we we have yeah. we have awesome fans and i mean i'll defend them till the day ends you know they're um you know they're there's some ride or die yeah, yeah. Jay-Z, yeah. they're like a big family you know they stick up for us so yeah, yeah it was cool this 2023 has been you know a new album not only that playing at the Grand Ole Opry House, playing a song we wrote, winning Country Rock Group of the Year. And yeah. then we just had a big Christmas show and we just released a vinyl record uh, like uh, four days ago. I was going to say right December 16th? Yes. Yeah, yeah which Holy is cow. a collection of all of our records we put out, the two EPs and the two full albums, which was the hardest decision ever to pick songs from. So oh. we put out an, a vinyl album and we wanted it to be of all the four that we have so far. So it, to pick songs off of that, because you only have so much time on side A and side B, yeah. if you know anything about vinyl. And it was like, how do we pick? Because we know that there's songs that mean so much to people. So it was hard. And I know there's some people that were like, oh, I wish this one was on or whatever, but we did our best. Right. We did our best. And so yeah. I'm excited. We only did 100 vinyl. Only 100? Only wow. 100. We wanted very it to exclusive. be a yeah, very special, yeah. limited thing. Because it's only a hundred of those songs together ever, and it's on a vinyl. So very cool. Yeah. So I mean, that experience stoked. must have been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, always I love vinyl. I have a vinyl record player. Some of my favorite bands are on vinyl. And yeah. So to have our band and and our songs and and stuff that you know I I wrote on a vinyl is like this is cool. That is awesome. And for the listeners that might not know, okay, so there's you know you have your iPhone. Yeah. Um, then you have like a CD. 
right? And the CD would go into your car and it was round with a hole in the middle, like a donut picture, and but much thinner, right? <laughs> Throwback. Because some people don't even know. You I know. know. Some people really don't know. Um, this is before like Spotify and stuff. Uh, then from there, you had like a maybe a cassette, uh, cassette tape. Yep, they have cassette, yeah, cassette tapes. tapes. And then go probably way back, back way back, you have your records, mm-hmm. which is... Again, picture a flat donut, right? Yeah. <laughs> Round with a hole. And to play it, uh, like a needle has to come out. Turntable. Turntable. Yeah. Yep. So. You got to put the needle down and there's different sizes. Ours is a 33. Okay. Uh, so then there's a 45 and I think there's a 78 if I remember correct. But Sounds about right. Yeah. I think, if, I don't. I know for sure about the 33 and 45s. I, I'm yeah. not a vinyl record connoisseur, so please don't come. It's a shame. <laughs> you, so you met my father as you were coming in. He was leaving. Yeah. Um, he's a big, he collects vinyl records. Yeah. And he has like the old players. I have two so far in my collection just to kind of fanboy out. Uh, I'm a I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yeah. So uh, Jason Kelsey and the offensive linemen have How did I know that that was put gonna... out their Christmas songs? <laughs> yeah, so I have last year's and I think I I got this year's. They yeah. did. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's it's And they have a podcast. Look and at that. They have that. a podcast New Heights. Yeah, with his brother Travis like it's crazy. Podcasts are the thing. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're the way. They're the way of the world. They're the way to go. That's yeah. right. But that's really cool. You know, the Eagles and and I think that's awesome. And they did it on vinyl. You know, why not? Yeah, and it's only uh, like you said, a select few. So, the items you brought with, you brought with. Yeah, I some brought. Of your vinyls. I did. I brought two vinyls along. Yeah. Uh, just so you could see what they look like. I mean, I know that podcast, is so cool. but yeah, there'll be photos uh, up on American Girl Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. So we just did, we did a super sleek, um, Alex Digital Media, uh, actually Joe Barzowski, his okay. his daughter, she has designed all of our albums. She did our two music videos and then she designed our vinyl for us. So uh, very talented. Seriously, Alex yeah. Digital Media, go check her out. But yeah, so we're super proud of it. And uh, the fact that there's only a hundred, I think makes it even more special Yeah, because there's only uh only a hundred of that and you know i don't i don't know what the future holds so right what are the songs on side a side b because i kind of briefly yeah. saw them there so side a we have counting bottles okay straight jacket I no like easy straight jacket like one. one yeah yeah, yeah. no easy way okay come on home no different big white truck and then you flip to big side truck, b yeah. i know we gotta have yeah. big white truck. you have to yeah i think that if I'd, you didn't i'd be like Whoa. yeah why would you do that yeah People would just be like, why? Why did you put a vinyl out? <laughs> yeah. Um, side B has Trainwreck, Old Man Whiskey, One More Country Song, Be the Light, and The Old Me. Which I love the fact that you said at least four of these songs, I think, in, in songs that you like. So yes. I feel good about the song selection. Yeah, they're all great song selections. I like it. You <laughs> so know. Yeah. I feel good I about what it. we picked. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. For whatever that means. Yeah. You know? But let me ask you this. Yes. Who are some of the mentors that are in your life? Yeah, well, so musically, um, you know, I think just people like I don't I don't know them, but I really like look up to them as far as like what they do and and yeah. what who they are um, represented in the music industry at least. I really like Carrie Underwood. I think what she puts out there um, as far as her everything is like top notch, you know. And then you go back to your OGs of like Reba McIntyre and Dolly mm-hmm. Parton, who are just classic women in country music. So I, I really like that. And and I like what Carrie Underwood offers. Um, she, she's not shy about her faith. And that's something that's important to me and the, our band. So to know that we have that foundation and know that there's somebody else out there who is not shy about it, uh, you know, she's not you know, boasting it at people, but she's very open. And I think yeah. that that's really cool. Um, especially in an industry that can kind of, 
can kind of, you know, take you down for your belief system, regardless of what they are. Whether they're conservative, whether they're not conservative, people can just be vicious. It can change. Yeah, it can change you too. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, as far as that, I really enjoy that. But I, as mentor in, in my own personal life, I... I have a really great band family and we all kind of, you know, use each other as, as, a, you know, uh, sounding boards. Um, you yeah. know, even, even though I am quite a few years younger, uh, than my bandmates, um, I feel like I have a lot of respect from them and I feel like it's hopefully they received the, <laughs> that yeah. from me as well. Um, I feel like we all, um, you know, try to, be there for each other and just be sounding boards for each other. Um, you know, because I think that that's really important and just mutual respect. I mean, because we are a business at the same time, like we're, we're creatives, but we're, we're a business. So like having business partners who respect me is, is huge. And so, um, you know, that's something I, I really admire that they do. In, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad for that. Yeah. And, and have that support system yeah. right, with your band. Like, you know, you're all sound so uh, tight knit and you yeah. can bounce ideas off each other. Like you were saying. Our spouses um, too. I mean, that a yeah. lot of, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people don't have the support of their spouses and I've been so blessed to have that, especially my husband. I mean, he holds the fort down. Uh, not Did only we mention his name. I've... His name's uh, Stefan. We call Stephen. him Spence. If Spence? people want to call shout him out Spence. Spence. Yeah. That, okay, shout out Spence. That's awesome. <laughs> he's going to be yeah. like, oh, but that's his nickname. Um, and so he's, he's awesome, you know, and he's musically inclined. He plays piano very talented so you know to have someone who understands that realm of my life and also supports it and then can come along and do things like run lights he's very good um, at programming so that and then also other band members spouses you know sometimes we're away for two weeks like and hopefully in 24 um, 2024 we'll have a tour and that could take us away for a couple months you know you're on the road for a while so you have to have that so yeah, shout out to our our significant others because you know they kind of they kind of help keep things grounded. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, with, with without like my wife being supportive, my my father, you know, yeah, you have that support system, and it, it is huge. You know, your good friends, good family. Um, you know, there's always going to be people that hate or maybe maybe not hate but they they doubt like like right. why are you why are you doing that why are you spending your time doing that just get a nine to five job like you know I'm sure there's always people like that but. Yeah. You know, when you have those people that are really in your corner, it really helps. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you will. You always will have people that say like, well, are you sure you don't want to do this? Or, yeah. you know, you should move to Nashville now because X, Y, and Z or whatever. And it, there's there's always there's always a, what a good idea fairies. Is that oh, what they call them? I like that. Good I idea never heard that, but <laughs> yeah. I like good idea There's always fairies. good idea fairies. Um, and you don't always you don't always need them. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And and like I, I've mentioned on some other podcast episodes here on American Grown Podcast, is like if you have haters, it means you're doing something right. Yeah. That's yeah, think, you yeah, know? you know, and uh, yeah. I, I'd like to think that my hater list is small. <laughs> oh, I'd imagine. I would think. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, um, you know, and 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 at least they're not very vocal if if there, there is go. a long list. And they're still giving you views and attention if there are right. a couple out there. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. and and too, you know, if if somebody is, you know doesn't like what I'm doing or has an issue with it, you know, maybe maybe it's because, like you said, we're shedding light onto something that maybe is, is something going on in, in internally with them. And so, yeah. you know, I think, I believe in killing them with kindness. I think that's a, a thing, but I also believe in you do you boo and I'll do me Yes, and we can do our own things over here 
separately. Amen to that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, yeah. and sometimes that's how it works in the business. And, um, you know, I, I don't have too many people that, at least I don't think I have too many people that don't like me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Uh, so what would you say, um, yeah, what would you say you're most passionate about? Um, oh, that's, I think creating, how do I word this? That doesn't sound like, I want to use the correct wording. I think I am most passionate about creating a visual, whether it is the full show, music, lighting, um, lyrical content, creating something for people that almost, and I wish I had a better word for this. Like I, I can see it in my head, but like almost like takes them somewhere else. You know, and I don't know yes. the word that I'm looking for. I, I was going to say moves them or inspires them. Yeah, like but those let's... are all things. But like, so like when we do a show or we plan a show, um, I I've, I incorporate our bigger shows, not every show. So I don't want someone to come to a show and think that this happens every time. But our, our much more high profile shows, uh, it, you know, whether it's costuming or lighting or mm-hmm. how we just theatrically put the show together. I want to create almost almost like this little world for whoever's listening or or at a show like that we like that's where we are right now you don't have to think about anything else so it's like its own thing and i know this probably isn't the word but it's like a full experience where you just want them to be in the moment right they're not thinking about the work or they're not thinking about home life they're just like in the moment enjoying themselves fully encapsulated in what you're doing up on stage right yeah, yeah. and I, yeah i think that I, i'll find a word and when i figure it out we'll do it you'll be driving t- home yeah, yeah we'll do another Text podcast me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and i'll be like this is the word yeah but um yeah i do i want i want to be able to bring our our fans into this um you know into this world and whether that world is what i've got visually going on in my brain and like to bring them into kind of the uh, oasis thing that happens up there i don't know but I, I want them to be a part of it so however i can do that whether it's costumes or outfits or lights exactly, yeah. um, you know that's what i'm really passionate about you know obviously the music is the meat and potatoes of that yes so yeah. um you know just bringing everything to life and lots of glitter oh rhinestones everything glitter. yeah <laughs> cowboy boots cowboy hat, boots hats, you know all, all that stuff. good stuff yeah. yeah yeah sweet so now um we're recording this in 2023, but this will come out in 2024. Yeah. I looked on your website and you guys, it seems like you're booked up like for the whole year. So what are some of the real quick, like, I know you've done like the Lebanon area fair, but what yeah. are some of the other like venues you have coming up maybe around the area? Yeah. Well, yeah. so we just booked Lebanon area fair for 2024. Oh, like nice. today. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I just, today. I that's did. Great. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we just got the contract and stuff for that. So that's exciting. Okay. Um, as far as the date off the top of my head, I don't want to give the wrong date, but, uh, I know yeah. we're there 2024. Awesome. Um, well, I'll have to look for you. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we play a lot of the fairs and festivals in Pen- Pennsylvania. So that's, um, you know, you can almost find us at almost every one of them just because that's a very good circuit for family, for for all ages. It's a good, wholesome place. And then as far as our, we have a show venue that we really like to play. We just played there. That was where our Christmas and vinyl release was and our album release in may was okay. mickey's black box in Lidditz, yes which is on the rock Lidditz campus so um not to give too much of a spoiler alert but we will be having another christmas show 
with a lot of surprises in it in 2024. Oh, nice. Yeah, so a year yeah. away, a year a of year planning. Away. Wow. Yes. It'll go fast, though. It will. It'll so fly. a year of planning um, will be happening. So we, we have places like that, you know, fairs and festivals, and then outside of Pennsylvania, we play Myrtle Beach. Uh, we're down in Nashville. We play Florida. We're all over the place. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to keep track because it, it seems like it changes. We're on the East Coast, Delaware, New Jersey um, you know, so the best place is our webpage because I can't keep up with it. Yeah. So that was, uh, the next question, yeah. you know, how can our listeners connect with you and follow along on your journey? Yeah. Social media obviously is, a, a, a big one. So follow, um, like Instagram, TikTok, and then our webpage, which is jzband.org. And it will have all the things that you need. Um, you can order a vinyl, you can find our show dates and, uh, you can just kind of you can order merch. You can learn about say, the band. Merch, apparel, yeah. right? All Hats, good stuff. T-shirts, sweatshirts. Yeah. We got. We'll get you covered. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't want to wear your fishing shirt that day, <laughs> you can. Wear- wow. Yeah. Here I thought you'd be impressed. Now you're just ripping the fishing shirt. Dan, wear your fishing shirt. You know. <laughs> Dan, we'll, we'll talk at practice. But no. So you can find everything there at jzband.org um, and and our Facebook. We're I, I try to be very active on social media. Whether it's our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. uh, I run all of that still. And so um, you're talking to us as a band when you oh, that's awesome. get back and forth to us. So uh, we, we really try to do that because I like the authenticity of knowing what people are saying or asking or, you know, knowing what's going on. Because, you know, if something happens, the first place people go is social media. Yeah. And uh, so I can find out about things really quickly or, you know... In you know, engage with our fans really quick, and that's yeah. a, that's the you know important to keep me. your keep your finger on the pulse. You yeah, know, of, of it's what important. Your fans think, yeah, and you know, from looking at your Instagram and, and Facebook, you have a really very uh, interactive group of fans. We do, like yeah, very like I said, die hard earlier. You know, ride or die. Yeah, um, and that, that's phenomenal because I feel like nowadays everyone's going for like oh big numbers. Like I have a hundred thousand followers and this and that, but really if it doesn't mean anything if they're not interacting and they don't care. Right. And that's something we've said always too, you know, and I, yeah, I look at my numbers and end of the year, Spotify rap and all that. And I'm like, Oh, okay, man. Like, how do I get my numbers more and more and more? I'm going to work on that. That, That's on me to to listen more. I'm going to do that. That's right. I'm going to do that. Just turn it on and then, and then uh, just go about your day. I will. Um, But you know, it's sometimes it is disheartening because you see these billions and billions of listeners on other people's. But at the same time, I'm like, I know that those listens are people that are coming to our shows because we're having three, four, you know, 500 people show up at these high end venues. And then when we have our smaller fairs and festivals, we still have a hundred, 200 people show up that know our music. So like, there's people there already, but then there's people that are showing up that know our songs because they're actively listening. Yes. And so that's important to me, you know, and I think over time, if I'm supposed to have 300 million followers and, you know, 5 billion lis- listens and streams or whatever it might be, that will come if it's supposed to. Uh, yeah. And if it doesn't, those people that listened, um, however many thousands and hundreds of thousands of times already loved what they were listening to. So I'm not mad about it. Yeah, you can't be. You can't be mad. So now before we close out, is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know? Hmm. I don't know. I should have thought of something really good. Well, take your time. I can edit it out. Yeah. (laughs) You want to take a sip? Yeah, Yeah. I should have really thought of something like super good for them. I'm like, what? I don't know if I should give it away or not. 
what? Oh, okay. Now you got me interested. Is it something that's going to hurt somebody? Then no. Okay. Then I think you should give it away. I should, you, think, should. you think I should give it away? Is it a first? Like an exclusive? Yeah. This is like the first time I would be saying it. Whoa. Like my band knows that we're doing it or I think our fans would okay. boy, boycott us. But like, wait, so is this is it's not out on your social or anything? No. Well, now I'm very intrigued. <laughs> so it's up to you. Um, but I feel like you definitely should share it. I think that we should share it. So, um, okay. well, I was talking about our Christmas yes. show that we're going to have again. And so especially after this last Christmas show, we turned it into a Christmas party um, because we have we have we have a great group of fans and I wanted to kind of give back to them in a way that was like, yes, we're having a show. They bought tickets. They came to it. But it was also a party. We had hors d'oeuvres. They got party favors, which was a Christmas ball, whichever. And um, the, con- the consistent thing that I kept hearing yes. was that they wanted a Christmas EP or a Christmas album. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna do a Christmas album. So that is our goal is to do a Christmas album That's and then awesome. release it at yeah. our Christmas party. So Wow. The Yay, first exclusive. the first time. You know what? This people, is crazy. The people said <laughs> yeah. that they wanted it and we you know, we've even been talking to like and the show just happened and it's been like three days. Okay. And our fans have been blowing up about it and they're just like, This needs to happen. We need this and so we were we had already kind of thought about it, but we were like, let's try this show out, see how it goes. And it first of all, the show sold out, so that's amazing. We, Wait, already? No, no, the oh, one oh, that we just had. Okay, the one you just had. We, the one Phenomenal. that we just had yeah. sold out, right? Okay, so right. we were like, okay, people were excited. Yeah, very excited. And then yeah. after we left and we were done the show, like that's all we kept getting was like, we want this, we want this, and I was like, we have to do this a Christmas our, album. Yeah. yeah. So um, whether it'll be a Christmas EP or an album. Um, will be depending on time because we are working on a fifth record as well. Holy cow. So that's a lot in 2024 plus the amount of shows that are already booked. Um, but yes, we are. I'm excited. I, I <laughs> wish that we could release it now because Christmas is in, yeah. you know, we, I would right love, the corner. I would have loved to have been able to tell our fans that, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm excited cause I, I love Christmas and I, I want to oh, give, so cool. I want to give them that. So. so believe it or not, and whether you do or not, but I'm going to share it with you. When I was listening today, yes. again, I was down in Lancaster, jamming out some of the songs. I can't remember which one, so I have to listen to it, and then I can I can share with you. But I was like, they should. I swear to you, they should do a Christmas album. Was See? what I was saying in the car today. It was meant to be. Yes. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for that. I am excited yeah. too. Now, as far as like you know, people are like, oh my word, what songs? Okay, it's a year away. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my next follow yeah, question. I was gonna say. No. Do you, so like some ori- like an original maybe or so we've we've mostly- talked about you know yeah. we I would love to do that you know if if it presents itself mm-hmm. you know I don't want to force something like that because it's you know it's such yeah. a uh, Christmas is my favorite time of year um, and I not to say that to cl- be cliche but um, if this song or if we write you know say we write five or six Christmas songs and there's one that's like this is the one or this is the other we should put two on I don't know yeah you know I don't want it to be one we just pick to pick especially because this our fans you know anytime we put something out um we I always try to make sure we have our fans in mind not only because they're the consumer yeah um, but for myself as well like yes I am being creative I'm doing what I want to do and I want them to be enjoying it as well so i mean i don't solely do stuff just for them but it is a big part of it so since they wanted this i mean i think it's fair gotta give the people what they want yeah you know and and i honestly after this last show we the christmas show we i said i texted the guys the next day i said i don't i think if we don't do this 
They'll be rioting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it'll give them a whole year to be ready and a whole year to get excited. They're going to be hyped. And um, we'll get our date for the Christmas show. I literally was talking to the promoter today about it um, for a year away. Yeah. So I'm planning the stage. I'm planning everything already. So, wow. Yeah. A Christmas EP. That's phenomenal. So excited. Yeah. You heard it here first on the American Rome podcast. That's right. Jess Zimmerman Band Christmas EP for. 2024 2024 wow big things that's awesome plus merry christmas a year early merry christmas there you go yeah sweet awesome jess well very cool if you're good i'm gonna i'll wrap it up yeah okay yeah thank you for it this is cool thanks for having me yeah jess zimmerman lead singer of the jess zimmerman band on the american grown podcast and the color tech creative solution studios thank you for joining me thank you for having me this was awesome if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a review to see photos of today's guests and more content just search american grown podcast on facebook and instagram if you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast please direct message or email austin at american grown pod at gmail.com This episode was brought to you by these sponsors. Cleona Coffee Roasters is a small batch coffee roastery and coffee shop. Veteran and first responder owned, community oriented, and roasted fresh to order. Now open inside 911 Rapid Response, Anvil PA. Go to cleonacoffeeroasters.com to order online, see updated hours, and find where you can buy it close to you. Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran owned apparel company by purchasing a t-shirt hat or hoodie from triggered 22 you're not only supporting a small business but you're bringing awareness to veteran ptsd and suicide please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms visit triggered22.com now and place your order let's help those suffering from invisible wounds